but I want you to truly believe that you have the power in every single moment to change your story, to change your narrative, that you have the power to choose what's right for you. But it takes time to believe that. And what I love so much with these concepts is it allows you to take your power back. That you can feel empowered to do things on your terms, on your timeline, and in a way that is unique to you and your superpowers. And gosh, babe, does that feel good, knowing that you have the power to be, do, and have anything that you dream of. And the most gorgeous, delicious, magical part to all of this is it's given me a whole new perspective. You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Gray. Christy Unedited started as a raw and relatable conversation, and it always will be, but it's become so much more than that. Each week, a few special souls dish out some authentic truths as we navigate together the exploration of self. Thanks so much for listening. Let the magic begin. Hi, gorgeous, and welcome to this week's episode on the podcast. And this week, I want to dive into a couple of topics I feel super passionate about. And also, I hope to be able to give you some insight as to how they have showed up in my life. And this all stemmed from a conversation I had this week with my astrology teacher. And I'm going to give you some insight into that too, because I went on a hiatus from our student-teacher relationship. I suppose that's the best way to say it. And also why I did that and why I chose to reconvene that relationship as well. And so today's topic on the podcast is incremental ownership. And I really wanted to break that down as to what that is and how that showed up in my life. Dive into self-efficacy from a psychology perspective and then what it means to truly be empowered. And I think that this is such a great topic to have, not just because where I'm based on the Gold Coast, Australia, we've just gone back into lockdown, but I've also been having a lot of conversations with friends, people online, and with my clients about having the confidence to actually own who we are and feel confident and inspired enough to show up as the best version of ourselves. And see, this is the thing with personal development and even the coaching industry is all these sexy words get thrown around like self-empowerment, which I am guilty as charged. I use that all the time, but it's one thing to say I'm empowered or it's one, one thing to say I'm owning who I am. But when you peel back the layers, do you? Like, do you really believe that? Or is it something that you have to constantly remind yourself or even demonstrate conscious acts so that you truly believe it over time? Now, if you're thinking, as I'm saying this, how yes, this is me, you're not alone. 
and I'm exactly the same. And this is what incremental ownership is based upon. And this is the words my astrology teacher Narelle gave me this week because I didn't have the right language to share what I experienced in 2020. And I'm going to take you on a journey with me um, to paint a picture for you prior to diving into incremental ownership and how that showed up in my life. Because I have been uh, studying with my teacher for the last three years now. And um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you have probably heard me talk about Narelle. Um, Narelle is my astrology tutor slash teacher. She also has her PhD in psychology. And she's run multiple businesses in marketing, um, naturopathy, astrology, and then also her um, counseling business too. And so she's this incredible mentor in my life. And because she has a wealth of experience in so many different areas, which are areas I'm naturally like love and I'm inquisitive about, it's a really great relationship between us. And so I have always got so much time. I sorry, I've always got so much from our sessions and time together. But what I found is in October of last year, which was the last time that I spent some time with her. I had been navigating this global pandemic. I had been continuing to study with her. I had a lot of resistance to my relationship with astrology, but also I needed to create some space in my life to clear the clutter and essentially get rid of any influencing noise. Because I think it's so easy, especially when we admire people, whether it's a manager, um, a colleague, it could be a fellow biz babe. Um, I know for me, anytime I've invested in a coach, especially when we have such a great relationship, I can almost get enamored by them and what they say. And I think that's incredible because it means they're influencing you and I would hope from a positive place of intention. But what can also happen too is that you can become reliant on their thoughts, perspective and advice, which I don't think is a bad thing. But I had gotten to a place where I had been working with Narelle, not just from like a client-facing relationship, meaning like what I do in my business, but also she had been working with my natal chart. And so she had told me all of the amazing insights, right? Which is what I do with you when we work together using the power of astrology. But I truly don't believe that I believed it at the time. And she would give me insights about what I was here to do, or um, we would explore more about my chart. And I still had so much resistance. And so I chose just to take a breath from study. And I chose to take a breath from investing in myself because, and, and when I say that, I'm still reading books, studying, listening to podcasts. So it's not like I just flipped the switch and decided to do nothing. I was still doing a lot in the background. But what I had consciously chosen to do is to stop looking for outside insights and validation and consciously go inwards to really explore and expand my internal world rather than be influenced by my external world, which I have to say on reflection now was the smartest thing that I have ever done because I had to navigate 
what I truly wanted in my life, who I wanted to become, what I wanted the future vision of myself to look like without looking externally for anybody else to give me guidance in those areas. And I'm not going to say that it was easy, but it was definitely a worthwhile relationship because that what that allowed me to do is when, when I went back and spent some time with Narelle this week, I had a completely different view not just on my internal world, but my external world, because so much has changed since I saw her. And I actually had a joke with her when I first rocked up, which was like, because we were so excited to see each other. And I think this is a testament to our relationship. And also when you invest in the right people that are in support of your big goals and dreams. And she was like, I want to know everything. I want to know everything that's been happening. And when I laid it out to her, gosh, babe, like... There has been so much that's occurred and I'm so glad that I was able to navigate that and I'm so proud of it on my own. Like I essentially had um, like my primary relationship with my best friend broke down and I can talk about that really pragmatically now and I also like still love and appreciate who she is but it was also sometimes relationships end or relationships change and that's okay Um, but at the time there was a few things where I felt like completely rejected and this is what happens with worthiness or anything from a psychological standpoint as it brings you back to your childhood trauma and for me a big one of mine is my abandonment from my dad and so I think that when you ever go through things in relationships you'll hit those trigger points which is hap- which did happen to me in 2020 so I was navigating that I was also navigating a whole other story with my father and my brother and sister, Um, but I'm sure I've spoken about that on another podcast and I'm not going to dive into that today. I was navigating what I wanted to do with my business, flirting with the idea of starting something new. I wasn't necessarily backing myself 100% um, and I was also like, do I move? Do I want to keep doing what I'm doing? Do I want to get a regular job? And this all happened for me around Scorpio season. So that was like October, November. And I always say shit gets real in Scorpio season. And it definitely does for me. And so, um, yeah. And then as you probably have heard me talk about before, I took a holiday and my perspective changed. And that's what we need to do sometimes is take a breath and stop and give ourselves the space and time time to actually decipher what is right for us in that very moment. And I think that what we need in each and every moment changes and you're allowed to change your mind as well because some of the things I promised myself when walking into 2021 that I wouldn't do I have done and that's okay too. It's about being kind to yourself and appreciating that you can change your mind and you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you own it. And so, yeah, there's been a lot that's happened, but I also am so happy that everything happened. And I said to Narelle that um, without that moment of rock bottom and introspection, and feeling like I had nothing left to work towards, because let's be realistic, when we're sitting in the trenches, 
it feels like nothing is possible. What well, has done for me, I can't speak on behalf of you, but you, you can't see the forest through the trees. But on reflection is that I needed those moments to evolve and seek new ideas and seek new knowledge and seek more information about me. And that's the beautiful thing about evolution and your experience in this lifetime is that you can lean into it and choose your story and choose to be the star of your movie. When I was sharing that with Narao, she said, what do you think was the biggest turning point for you? And what was your sticking point last year? And I said to her, I said, I actually believe it was worthiness and self-esteem. Like on the outside, I was confident in what I was doing and I would have snippets of it. Um, But I didn't 100% back myself consistently. Because I think that's what happens is that when you're not committed to your cause, whatever your cause may be, and you don't go all in, there's something that holds you back, whether you're holding yourself back from your fullest expression of who you are, you might be holding back your knowledge or expertise, you might be questioning yourself, which then impacts how you show up and whatever you're putting your mind to. And I think a big thing for me was I was so afraid to go all in with astrology in 2020, which I've spoken about a lot on the potty, is that I was, I think I used the cop out of leaning on my psychology and practicality background. But really, I think that I was like, can I do this? Do I have the ability to play in the arena of the people I admire globally in the astrology industry? And last year, I would have said no. And that was the root cause. And of course, you can imagine Narelle was so frustrated with me, but in a really beautiful and open way, because she's like, you have so many gifts. And I would say this to you if we were working together, is that we all have these unique gifts, talents, and capabilities, and we have to believe it. And here's the catch, is that it takes time to believe things. And this is where this concept of incremental ownership comes in, is you have to own it to believe it, but that doesn't happen straight away. And so, for example, as with a lot of my amazing VIP babes that I've worked together, whether it's been a couple of times or whether it's been consistently over the last couple of years, is that I can say one thing and it might just land a little bit. So say, for example, might be working with somebody that has a lot of water in their natal chart or some key things or elements or transits or aspects, I should say, um, that point to intuitive abilities or psychic abilities. Now, I could say when we first connect, like, and ask the question, tell me, like, what's your relationship like with your intuition? And they might give me a little bit of insight, or they may not necessarily believe it, or they may not have even deemed themselves of intuitive. But then the next time we dive into their chart, I might prompt that concept again, and then they start to believe it a little bit more. 
And then from there, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. That's what incremental ownership is, is that sometimes we need to hear things over and over again. And it's not because we didn't grasp the concept the very first time. It's because we need to truly believe it. And so sure, I could have sat across from my astrology tutor last year and she shared with me my talents, my superpowers, my capabilities. Every single time that we met together, I believed just that little bit more that that was who I was and that was what I was capable of and also what I was capable of achieving. But I had to believe that. And this is where self-efficacy comes into play because self-efficacy is having the belief that you can execute the right behavior or action, that you can do that so you get the result that you desire. Self-efficacy reflects how confident you are over your own motivation. So I teach to that. I believe that. That's why I choose to do things differently in my business and don't prey on your vulnerabilities or what you don't do well or the challenges that you're going to face. But I want you to truly believe that you have the power in every single moment to change your story, to change your narrative, that you have the power to choose what's right for you. But it takes time to believe that. And what I love so much with these concepts is it allows you to take your power back. That you can feel empowered to do things on your terms, on your timeline, and in a way that is unique to you and your superpowers. And gosh, babe, does that feel good, knowing that you have the power to be, do, and have anything that you dream of. And the most gorgeous, delicious, magical part to all of this is it's given me a whole new perspective on myself, how I do business, the way that I work with clients, and gosh, goddess, is it good. And I also had some incredible feedback from my astro strategy babes because a lot of them are diving into Q3. Holy moly, like Q2 and Q3 based on the time frame that we've been working together. But we can start your journey with astro strategy at any time of the year. And the feedback they've shared with me is that they have absolutely loved all of the self-empowerment and the insights and the direction in our sessions together, but they're also at a point where they want to dive deeper. And we're going to be doing that using the power of their natal charts, which is because of this in your natal chart, you should do this. We're going to get really granular and drill down. And so I'm endeavoring to do that with everything that I do now at KGHQ because in the past, I have to be really honest with you, I have leaned on the psychology concept of self-efficacy. So I've continually put the ball back in your court so that you feel empowered, you feel motivated, you feel inspired. But I also have to remind myself that sometimes we need to be able to lean into incremental ownership. We may not possibly believe that yet. And so when I'm able to give you 
insight into because of this you should do this and if you are in a place where the thing you end up doing is positive or it leaves you feeling empowered you're more likely to do it you're more likely to own who you are you're more likely to own your actions and your behaviors and who you are and that baby that is magic So before I sign off from this episode, I've made some changes to um, timeframes of services, how we can best work together. Um, I've also got some new experiences coming soon. So stay tuned for that. And I'm sure to give you all the updates on the podcast. But there'll be a few things that you probably don't notice, but they're more so of how I'm going to be conducting my sessions moving forward. And so that's why I've allowed some additional buffer time into some of those um, because I want to make sure that I'm delivering the most incredibly magical experience for you. And honey, if we've worked together in the past, you're not going to know what's hit you. And for anybody new, if you're listening and you're ready to dive in, I say, welcome. I cannot wait to share some magic with you and let it all unfold. I love you. I appreciate you. Have the most wonderful week. If you're currently in lockdown anywhere in the world that you reside, I hope that you're doing okay. Take a breath. Like, be kind to yourself. Give yourself and your body whatever you most need. And I'll catch you next week with an incredibly empowering episode with Leanne Weber on endometriosis and managing a business with a chronic illness. But until then, stay magical. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If you love this conversation, please rate it, review it, or send it to somebody that may vibe with it. Or you can subscribe to stay up to date with the latest. I'll catch you next time.